Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode one, recorded on August 5th, 2020. My name's Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello. Tyler. Hello. And Devin. Here's the podcast. It's just a group of friends <laughs> talking about random crap. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But we'll also, uh, we'll talk about gaming, pop culture, and media. And I'll shout out our Twitter right now. It's uh, Switch Clicks pod uh podcast could not fill that void so i just had to go with pod and also cast could not fill that void so all right uh so now we're just gonna uh tell a little bit of about ourselves uh nathan can go first so i'm a staff member over at zelda wiki um been there for quite a while now and i will have to say that it's definitely well, let's just go over the Tyler, then. Okay, well, I guess I'm a lot less interesting. I'm Tyler. I am a loser that sits in his room, switching between Reddit, Twitter, and Discord all day. So, uh, that's me. That just might be all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. That's every kid nowadays, yeah. our age. Especially, yeah. especially at the time it's being recorded. <laughs> That's true. Oh, don't date this podcast. Oh, wait, never mind. You literally gave a date right at the beginning. <laughs> I guess it's and then Devin, team. go ahead. Okay, uh, so as mentioned, I'm Devin. Uh, I would call myself just kind of a casual gamer because I just play games to have fun. And I don't know. I play pretty much whatever I want whenever I want. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty it. much any of us. Yeah. <laughs> all gamers. Who knew we're, we're actually all, all the same person? Gamers here. We all casually play. We all mess around. We've had this Secret. idea for a podcast since like 2017, I think Nathan said. Yeah, since 2017. It was, it was it always a joke. It was <laughs> a joke, but then it was kind of. Then quarantine. Yeah, quarantine came by and we kind of decided. Let's just do this. Let's do this. And well, in Canada, we're just at the end of the quarantine. It, pretty much. Debatable. <laughs> That's debatable. I mean, we're still doing quarantine stuff. Or... Whatever you do, don't jinx it, please. Oh. That's true. Don't jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Those descriptions really made us just seem like a copy and paste of each <laughs> I... other. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Little yeah. did we. Little did listeners know, we are literally the same person, just cloned. One of us. Your discretion is advised. If you listen to this podcast, you will become one of us. <laughs> Maybe. That's, that might and be expect a visit. <laughs> yeah, don't ring the doorbell. <laughs> we'll just barge in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and then uh, I'm Dakota. I'll be your host probably for most of the episodes, uh, unless I'm not fun. here. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and uh, I create. I've been creating content on YouTube for probably like ten years now, I'd say, which is a long time. But you've probably never, ever, ever, ever heard of me. <laughs> uh, you just haven't got your popularity spike yet. Well, I don't make any content. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a dead channel for the past four years. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm still getting like three to four subscribers a month. 
Maybe it's time to revive it, you know? <laughs> Do what? Maybe the podcast. Oh, yeah. Maybe the podcast will boost it in uh, <laughs> subscribers. Right. Maybe. You can continue telling people how to get uh, the switch working correctly on the Mac. <laughs> yeah, and then debating them and getting 700 dislikes on one video. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not normal. <laughs> All right, and now we'll move on to uh, the quick news, and we'll talk about some news that happened this week. Okay, and then uh, this week in news, uh, Sony announced that you can use your PS4 on your PS5, but uh, you can't, it doesn't work with next-gen games. It's not really surprising to say the least, because next-gen games have some form of compatibility such as the new, like, haptic feedback that they have on the controller. I feel like so, that could I mean, easily be just avoided. Just Maybe just have regular or, vibrations. Well, I, I guess it's it more is. like... I guess, it's, I guess what they're going for is more like the Nintendo Switch situation with Joy-Cons. Uh, some games require Joy-Cons regardless of uh, Pro Controller. I think it would... Uh fit better as like it's almost like the um Wii remote with some Wii U games like oh, yeah, it works for some but most at least in my experience most Wii U games required a gamepad and or controller over the Wii remote. Uh, so it doesn't really come too much of a surprise to see that that makes sense to me because it's like they built a new console they want to make more money off of you right so they're going to have to make you buy the new controllers and things by making it so the old stuff doesn't work, right? I guess. I guess yeah, it is a cash grab if the controllers are probably going to be $100. Oh yeah, maybe God. they're going to... like the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I really hope they don't go down that, that route again. Cause if that's how the much, case, How I much are PS4 controllers? Oh, uh, I don't know, but they're cheaper, they're cheaper than, than Switch controllers for sure. I mean, it might be similar the switch uh, to the switch in the way that um, there seems there's a lot of uh, like not first party controllers because they're so oh, expensive. Funny, You're yeah. like parents are like, well, it's thirty bucks and I can get this Mario branded controller that breaks into minutes, but at least it's not a hundred for one set of Joy Cons. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. There, there probably will be licensed controllers out there for that. I just hope that the PS5 controller comes in something other than white. <laughs> <laughs> I personally like the white, Back but then. I can see where... They probably will do that, considering controllers aren't... aren't like, don't get me wrong, the front. white looks good, but I don't know if I want to use that every day, because the white get, will probably disappear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you I have know. a white Xbox controller. But I'm not sure how similar they are. It, it hasn't. It's not bad, I guess. Like, I don't know. I I don't hate the color scheme of the PS5, but I think in a different color probably look better on a shelf because most consoles are dark, and just having a white right in the middle might be a little. Then again, that can also change depending on a person's room, right? Because, like, let's say you have, like, a just black room, then 
yeah, sure, the black controllers would look better, but if you had, like, a white room, then... I don't know, that's just my opinion, because I like aesthetics. It. it kind of applies to the console itself as well, like, the entire PS5 is kind of white. Yeah. With, with a little other colors, but... Have they shown off white. other colors of the console? I. They have not, no. If not... They'll probably release a uh, anniversary edition, and it'll be all like black. Ago, yeah. <laughs> it'll I be. I want to get the green like a... checkered Minecraft edition. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Did they make the Xbox itself that color, or was it just? I don't know. I think it was no. dirt, like a dirt just block, the and then the controller was the color, a creeper. Right? Yeah, the only thing I remember, I I had a a, a Wind Waker themed Wii U. That was actually that was kind of cool. That was I, I really like that that one, but I don't know. I yeah, <laughs> the Minecraft one looks. Kinda... So they the yes. quote they gave uh, that Sony gave is uh, we believe that PS5 games should take advantage of new capabilities and features we'll bring into the platform, including the features of the DualSense wireless controller, which is just okay. That makes sense. Well, okay, yeah. yeah but, that's pretty much but the reason why. Feedback is one of the only things that are new. Yeah, I'm not very familiar with I don't really know what is new. Okay, so essentially, the games, like game developers, are allowed to adjust the sensitivity of the trigger buttons. So on the dual sense, it would be R2 and L2. And it would depend okay. on. It's very situational. Uh, and sometimes you'll feel the triggers will be really light, or sometimes it'll be uh, really hard to press down. Uh, something like that. But that just sounds like that sounds nice for develop game developers, I guess. To but I, I, I can't really help. It kind of feels like motion controls. Like I'm willing to bet in like three years, maybe, or maybe even a year into the console's life, it's going to be like a common thing where it's like, ugh. Like with the Wii, people are always like, "Oh, motion controls." Of course, they're just oh, trying to shove it into the game. People will I... probably get annoyed by it more than they would like it. Yeah, maybe one game will do it well, but I, I can't help yeah. but feel there's going to be like a third-party game. You're going to be playing third-party games, and like out of nowhere, it's like really hard to press the triggers down or something. And you're like, "Oh, that 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 really makes me scared even more for GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you're like strangling somebody in GTA Five, and all of a sudden you have to push the 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 triggers, and they're really hard? Or in Tomb GTA Raider, you're pushing a <laughs> now with real strangling action. <laughs> or like when you're holding a gun, in the left trigger, it's gonna be really easy, but in the right trigger, you're gonna be holding a gun. Honestly, like I just don't know what to say. The, the the haptic feedback can really only go so far compared to what Switch controllers have offered so far. I'm not sure if the amount of features the DualSense has can match those that the Switch has. Like the, I mean, it always comes down to price. That's true. Yeah. If it's like $150, I don't know if that's going to sell very well with consumers. Yeah, okay, like 150 is ridiculous already for an accessory when you think about it. <laughs> I mean, how long is it's going to take them forever to release the the uh, controllers? Have they not released? I'm pretty sure they haven't released the price of the console yet. No, not yet. Oh, not yet. I'm not sure. It's if they speculation. Will. They I have really a state of play. Uh, I think tomorrow. 
and they're not. They're, it's it's only talking about PS4 games. Oh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised because they still have a lot to develop for the PS5. Um, I I think personally I am gonna get a PS5, but it really comes down to price. Show that off soon because it'll be a lot harder to convince someone to. It'll be a lot harder to, to like buy uh, if the console's stupid expensive. But I I don't see it super expensive. I feel like it's probably gonna be maybe a little ex- more expensive PS4 at launch. I don't see consoles keep going up and up in prices. It's gonna get to a point where people are like, I'm not buying that. They're gonna have to wait until the console development slows down, basically. Maybe the companies are just gonna like. Companies might just keep making them more expensive and wait until uh, it uh, reaches max capacity, and then uh, they'll start cheaping, like making their consoles cheaper. I think it's gonna, they're gonna wait until it gets too expensive. They're gonna see how far they can, because it is a draw. Yeah. Well, that didn't stop Apple. (laughs) But Apple does things a little differently. I guess they are known for premium products that people will pay for anyway. Well, I mean, Apple, it's not like, like difference, uh, at least personally, I haven't experienced too much difference between Apple and Android or something isn't, is, is a lot more, they're more similar than like the Xbox and PlayStation kind of, because I don't know, I feel there's not as many, there is at all exclude too many things exclusive to certain then again fact, I, am not, I am i'm not uh connoisseur and uh uh so i could just be very what's the number that you guys would give like of your maximum price you would pay for the series x and ps5 six hundred dollars i'd say Wow, five hundred Canadian or six hundred Canadian? Yeah, that, that sounds. Would... Hmm. I I would have to range between the four hundred to six hundred, depending on how similar it is to its predecessor consoles, right? Yeah, I'm probably the same with Devin yeah. around there. Uh, yeah, because seems about right. Know, I'm not. Sh- I don't think I'm spending seven hundred. I don't think I'm ever gonna spend seven hundred plus dollars on a console. I'm just. If it's seven hundred yeah. plus dollars, I'm going to wait for it to go down, or until PS Five Thin comes in. <laughs> goes <laughs> down. They call it thin. Price. <laughs> Probably called Slim. Like the predecessors. Yeah. Yeah. Slim is just the the fancy corporate way of saying smaller. <laughs> <laughs> the PS5 minus. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but like if it's too similar to its predecessors, then like I would expect it to be cheaper because like you're basically buying the older consoles but for newer games. But if it does have oh. like brand new technologies and stuff that is actually worth extra money then you could maybe talk me into a more expensive price for a newer console. It's a matter of features, too. Like, I don't really see that much new with the PS5, other than, oh, well, we have more powerful hardware, but that's as far as they can really go. 
I think that's kind of all consoles, though. Like, you're ever going to see, like, an N64 to GameCube jump graphics anymore. Like, unless they start making games and animate, they just film uh, people acting it out. I think that's the only way, really, you can get more realistic without going, like, absolutely crazy budget. Alright, uh, the next thing is uh, we have some Disney news. Uh, Mulan, the live-action Mulan, it's been delayed a bunch of times because of, you know, coronavirus. Mr. Virus. Mm-hmm. And Mulan is now coming to theaters and Disney Plus. Uh, and on Disney Plus, it's going to be $30 for uh, Disney Plus members. So you have to pay the Disney Plus fee, which is like 5 to $9 or so, and then another $30 American uh, just to get the movie. Well, what that do doesn't think? seem like a too not stupid Yeah, Like, if I'm being honest, thing Mulan, it's like almost like um, if you don't want to go to the theater, you can just watch the movie as if you're going to the theater for a cheaper price, kind of. Depends how much you yeah. spend it. But, like, especially if you're in, like, the U.S., another place that is not doing this very well, uh, and I'm assuming, because I'm, if I guess correctly, I'm pretty sure Mulan's only coming out to select theaters. Like, I, I'm feeling probably aren't going to get it. Probably correctly. whichever ones are open. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you're in uh, a place where your theater is open. Getting it for 30 bucks on Disney Plus doesn't seem like a, that bad of an idea, because you're going to spend, you're going to spend money. I don't know. Maybe the theater experience is really important to you. I saw a good a, a good point online. It was like for one person, thirty bucks is a lot for one movie. But if you're a family and you want to watch this new movie, like a family of five, thirty bucks is a steal compared to oh, yeah. what you would pay at the theater. Okay. I think the best way to get the your money out of this is to like either get into some sort of video call or something with people and you can find a way to get a bunch of people to watch the movie <laughs> if, you, if you're on your because i think you can download things off of plus i think yeah, you can so you Perform probably you, yeah. there's probably a way you can uh a bunch of your friends online to watch it so you spend 30 bucks for can more than just you. one person yeah but i mean if you're in a situation where you can get a bunch of people to your house uh, to watch this movie, you might as well go to the... Well, then there's also, once again, if you think about, we're in the COVID times, yeah? So, if you... Let's say you really want to watch it and you love the theater experience, but then you're also super like, I really don't want to risk it, even though where we are, it's probably a lot safer than a lot of other places, right? But I wouldn't still, say a lot, but some. Yeah. But still the point being like you could have what you would feel as a safer movie experience rather than going to a theater to watch it. Yeah. Or, like be it's a it is a much safer option. The theater's almost like risking it for not too much more 
much of a difference. Well, it depends how good your TV is, I guess. Yeah. Like maybe maybe going to the theater is like the only way you can get some like really high quality stuff because like I don't know you still have a cube of a TV. Like if Down you to... if you have like a surround system in your house and maybe a big big screen 4K TV or something like that, then <laughs> that's definitely up for debate. But well, like, if you have that setup, I think thirty bucks is nothing to you. <laughs> thirty bucks yeah. is nothing. To you. But like, if you were to compare the two, it's probably nothing. Then you know, like, there's some, there's people. Not everyone has a surround system hooked up to their TV, so there's it's up for debate whether. I mean, I think it's probably a good thing for Disney Plus. Like we were talking about how um, it's a really good deal for families, considering it's yeah. Disney Plus. Like I assume Disney Plus because it's Disney probably has a good amount of families as the viewer base. So, yeah, I so, so I think putting it on Disney Plus is a pretty is pretty smart. And it depends if they do this for like if they start consistently doing this for their movies coming out, I I don't see a problem because it really just comes down to I want the theater or do I want to watch it at home? Like, the theater technically already do something like this already. You already see like those ads that tell you, oh, you could you could download the movie early and then watch at home before you come to the theater. I got our Cineplex of... points, and uh... yeah. it's it's kind of like that. It's already it's already technically already happening. But, um, but is Mulan the right movie to do it? I feel like Mulan is just kind of one of the movies that people would skip if it was thirty dollars. But something like Black Widow, yeah. I feel like that would people would be putting money on the table. Yeah, well, I, I guess... think it just comes down to them. They're starting with Mulan, maybe because it's it's a movie that they don't expect to make make as much money as some other things coming out. So it's like a test almost to see to mm-hmm. see where the interest is. Because if you blow it all on like when Black Widow comes out or something, which I feel is a lot more hyped of a movie, when you're waiting for like no one, like if very little people buy this, and you've wasted something i guess on black widow then again what is there to waste so maybe it is it would be a better idea because what are you what you're i don't see never mind yeah wait there is really no downside is there because you're just putting it on getting extra money like i don't see where you'd have to pay money on bus maybe there's something secret you have to be be a a subscriber and then you have to pay 30 bucks so it could be upwards of 40 bucks if you're a new subscriber or you can I, you could just use a free trial and then pay 30 bucks well I, i'm just thinking on disney's uh side they really have to do does this cost them anything more to put this deal onto disney plus like is this just uh we might make more money and there's really no downside to it there's also a no middleman those cost their servers i believe because they're streaming that's... that can't be that much though can't be yeah. much, but there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people like, yeah, like watching. yeah, like to Disney though. A cost for a better server is probably like nothing. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's up for debate as well. But yeah, but Disney, like whatever they're doing, I think it's just well for 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 the record. I guess it's um how Disney always does it. There's really nothing stopping them from. Pricing this too high or too low. Yeah. I'm also yeah. thinking 
like in terms of movies, like you guys mentioned, Black Widow will be super hyped, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They could, or Disney could be playing on nostalgia because they've been just redoing all of their animated um, oh, yeah. uh, movies. Well, and that is action, kind of the right? point to, yeah, remaking so, I think whatever they price it at, they're probably always playing it safe because they're going to be playing on nostalgia with the live action ones. Yeah. yeah pretty much. So. I mean, I guess if you're, if you still have Disney Plus right now, there's probably something nostalgic on there. So, oh, um, there's like, I, I personally still have Disney Plus. I don't really know why. Mostly because I've never, like, seen The Simpsons and we want to see it or watching through it. And that's taken us, like, now <laughs> to get through it. Um, but, yeah, like, most of the time, if you still have Disney Plus right now, probably to rewatch the Disney movies you grew up with. Or something. Yeah. So, putting Mulan on there is probably a pretty good idea. Although I heard, I've heard about like what people thought about the trailer already. People were kind of scared that it wouldn't be like original animated movie. Well, <laughs> well that's, it isn't. That's the kind of the case with all of them. Really the point. That, that's once yeah. again nostalgia, right? Because this I, nostalgia. I don't think this movie's meant well, for nostalgia. I, I don't think this is no. Mulan's problem, though. Yeah, what I mean oh, by nostalgia oh, is everyone's going to be comparing it to the first time they watched the animated film, right? So they're all going to be like, the animated film was so much better because, well, that's just how they felt, right? Yeah. Fortunately, it's not even like the original Mulan story. That's not even Disney. They took out the dragon guy, whatever his name was. <laughs> well, they did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, um, okay, I guess what they were going for is a much more darker, realistic tone compared to all the other live-action rehashes of Disney. Like, this is sort of something to more cater to more, like, um, I guess, people who, like... Well, whoever saw the original is grown up, and then now they're gonna watch a a, a more darker-toned one? That makes sense. Yeah, Uh, I just... Uh, Yeah, I I still don't think this is Mulan's problem, though. Like, it's the same thing with Aladdin, uh, um, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, like they all are, they're pretty much just remaking the movies. Some are hits, Mulan, some are misses. Mulan, I think Mulan, some people aren't like it. I think they're just gonna do this with all their movies that they can. Like, it's not, well, for, well I guess some of them are actually rehashing them in a way that makes them feel original compared to, well, I King. personally, I, I did like the Aladdin one because it didn't mm-hmm. feel like. Uh, Will Smith was trying to be um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. Just they himself. they built the uh, the genie around Will Smith. Case like I, I personally yeah. liked that one because it wasn't it didn't feel like the movie, but again, like Lion, hmm. it was the movie, but again, um, yeah. I think Lion King is probably the only one I don't like for that reason. I like Beauty, and the hmm. but I have. For not liking that one, Beauty and the um, Beast felt more like a. It felt more like the exact same movie, but you added more music. Well, yeah, they added more music. They added like one extra plot point. Love, uh, like I, it was an okay plot point. I don't know. I think it came down to it was a. The movie was very similar to the original, but uh, the singing worse. Yeah, added so many more songs to that movie. I'm saying like the uh, like 
like there's pretty obvious auto and specific it's like yeah. uh yeah some of the singers um were objectively worse than the original. <laughs> and then uh, uh, Disney Plus also had their uh, quarterly announcements, and they said that there's going to be a Disney Plus event where they cover changes from COVID. Uh, they didn't mention what is going to be in the show. Uh, and then they also mentioned that the, the Mulan for 30 bucks is a one-off. They probably won't uh, do it for the future. Dang, that's upsetting. Like, the movie was supposed to come out in March. Just remember oh. that. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, fair enough. I guess, well, I guess Black Widow was also supposed to come out in May. May. And then they delayed it. They did, they, they basically delayed every MCU movie towards I guess one step. They're probably expecting Black Widow to make more money than Mulan. So the they, they don't want to risk 30, they don't want to risk getting less money from putting it out on Disney Plus or That's true. They want they want as much money as possible. Speaking of uh risking things, Nintendo this morning just put out another trailer just out of the blue for uh, a Pikmin 4 pranked ya Pikmin 3 Deluxe. <laughs> oh boy, that is a really Honestly, I I think it was a smart move on their side because Pikmin 3 was kind of still a heavily like requested port a Wii U yeah. game. Yeah, I'm not I'm definitely not picking it up but I I own Pikmin. See, I don't own Pikmin 3, but I played a bunch of like, the demo on the Wii U, so I'm going to get it. Personally, yeah. I would also like want to try it out. I guess that's really the reason why Nintendo's been more focused on ports lately. It also could be just one of those last-minute things that were like, okay, it's COVID time, let's just give you guys all the code to Pikmin 3, and you guys <laughs> yeah. can uh, just that's make it the, quickly, and then we'll release Pikmin 4 six years after we announced it's almost done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? personally, I might get dis- I might get beaten up for this, but I've the only Pikmin game I've played is Pikmin 3, and on top of that, I never beat it, so I didn't like it that much. I don't know, oh, I guess okay. Pikmin I'm... isn't for Not like me, who played zero Pikmin games at all. Like, I've never played a single Pikmin game. I mean, the only reason I have Pikmin 3 is because you got it for free from getting Mario Kart 8. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, special deal. <laughs> yeah, so... I think it's uh, I coming out October 30th, so I, w- I guess we don't have a game in September. Mm-hmm. Unless well, they I mean, unless they shadow drop another announcement. And... Oh, and I know, you're I, talking about I, I did hear, uh, I did, <laughs> there's a bunch of rumors still going around that August we're going to have a Nintendo Direct, but oh, we do God. this every single month. So I I, yeah, there, There's rumors and there's leaks, and I don't believe half of them, honestly, like, Come they're, on, they're Nintendo, I'm awesome. foaming at the mouth for another Smash Bros. character. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what most directs come down to. It just has to be yeah, a surprising character. You either want oh, Metroid Prime, Pikmin, some form of, like, something for Breath of the Wild, or another Smash Bros. character. That's really whatever. That's what everyone's waiting for. Yeah, I no guess one also, remakes. 
Yeah, Mario remakes. They want uh, Sunshine HD. Dude, I want 64 HD. What are you saying? Just playing on the DS. That thing's crap. (laughs) I know. Who plays a 3D game on a D-pad? No one. Just... Emulated. Sorry, I couldn't say as loud. The Nintendo ninjas would get me. That's true. Legal activity there. I have to take you in. (laughs) Oh no, I'm I'm hearing them. They're at my door. Uh, Help me. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for the support. Now back to the show. So, if you don't know, there's a global pandemic right now. And uh, so what have you guys been doing the last six months? Well, uh, I've been playing quite a wide variety of stuff. Most of them are pretty old, I'll say. But um, as of recently, I've been exposed to two new games. Uh, on my Switch. The first one is Paper Mario the Origami King, and I've heard some great things about it, some bad things about it, so I decided to try it out, because I feel like uh, the Paper Mario series is definitely something I need to go back to. Uh, And the other game I tried out, well, it's kind of more of an accessory, but I got uh, the Nintendo Labo VR kit recently. It has been really fun. Wait, how much was that? Uh, It was $50 Canadian for the starter kit. Oh yeah, I'm waiting on two other kids for $25 each. Wasn't it like 20 bucks at Walmart? No, it wasn't. No, that was I think it was I think that was um that was that was a different kit, I believe. Yikes. With that $50, you just you should have just saved up for a real VR headset. Honestly, <laughs> I have no other I I have no other Games I'm interested in for VR, aside from the stuff that Nintendo has to offer. And I know how bad some of them are, but I gotta try them out for the novelty. Oh yeah, fair enough. Like, I wanna play through an entire, I wanna go through an entire playthrough of Breath of the Wild in VR, because... That will make you sick. (laughs) I've heard very bad things about that, but, you know, why why resist it? Because Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games ever. It's an experience. It's, it's an experience for sure. Who knows? Nathan may end up speedrunning the Legend of Zelda with the VR. Oh my God, that's uh, a little ambitious. <laughs> you need to find all those secrets in VR so we can put them on the wiki. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. <laughs> but you said you played the Origami King, so I got that. The last Origami King, the last uh, Paper Mario I played was Super Paper Mario. I still oh, prefer okay. Super Paper Mario so far. Honestly, I have to agree with you on that because Super Paper Mario, like, it at least requires some level of skill compared to the Origami King, which kind of is a puzzle game when you think about it. It's. it's I mean, the only Paper Mario I've ever heard is Sticker Star, so I, <laughs> I don't think I'm a. Uh, oh, your yeah. expectations are very, very, very low. I'm <laughs> really low. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been starting to get interested in like Mario RPGs as of recently. Just in general, I've been kind of going on. Yeah, all three series. <laughs> yeah, I've also played a couple of Mario Luigi games throughout. Have you played uh, Mario RPG, the 
Legend of the Seven Stars or something? The one with Gina. I haven't played that one yet, but I might do it if I'm not held back. You can play it, and then you can understand why people want Gino for Smash. You you can, you could, maybe you'll become one of the people that want Gino for Smash. I just know, I I just just know that, you know, um, there are other candidates to DLC. I don't really bother choosing anymore at this point. I just go with what people want. Steve for Smash, Steve for Smash, Steve for Smash. Warcraft Steve for Smash. <laughs> That's my number one character. I want him so badly. I really mm. don't care who gets into Smash. It's like, if the character's fun, I'll play them. Unfortunately, the two characters that have come out recently, I did for fun. So... Yeah. Oh, what did you all? What what, else, what did you do during this uh, quarantine? What like? What did you Me? guys do? Yeah. Oh, um, I guess I can go next. Uh, I pretty much there was I did things. I I haven't been playing games that much. Anytime I um I decided uh, to go through all the Lego games with there, uh, starting with Lego Star Wars and going all the way up to. Most recent one is Lego DC Super. We own most oh, of them. Yeah. I think we're missing, we're missing. Uh, the Lego Movie Two, uh, the game, which I don't really care about, and then <laughs> Lego City Undercover. Oh, that game was. Uh, that, that was a mad. That that last one was a mad level Lego game for me. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten through a large amount of the games. We're currently up to Lego. Um, uh, Lego Marvel Superhero, which I'm not playing personally. My sister wanted to play that one, so she's playing it with my brother. Mind the thumps, the Nintendo Ninja <laughs> are currently <laughs> breaking through my. But now, uh, are you just are you just finishing the stories? Or are you hundred percenting them? <laughs> oh, a hundred percenting them. Oh We're, crap! Oh, that is yeah. That's, so that's it, yeah, it's pretty pretty big. Um, there's two or. There's a few that have been skipped. Uh, like we didn't end up, we didn't 100% Lego Harry Potter one because it glitched and we weren't oh. able to get the last thing we needed, so we're stuck at 98% on that one. Uh. We weren't able to beat Lego Batman because the disc is pretty much scratched to no the point of no return. We could we oh. were able to beat the entire story, but there's one level that won't load anymore and will crash when. We so we didn't 100% that. We didn't 100% Lego Harry Potter years 5 to 7 because we didn't like We thought it was boring. At uh, least you tried. We didn't 100% Lego Lord of the Rings, but we did beat the story on that one because we also thought it was boring. Because all the characters are just the same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so other than that, I've, I've played a bunch of... Um, actually, I haven't played too many. The only other note oh there's two i've been playing i've been going through pokemon rom hacks that i haven't played through before like uh notable like the notable ones that because i'm not i'm fairly new to playing through pokemon rom hacks and uh i just want to mm-hmm. see what's out there uh there's i haven't really experienced that i care to talk about and the th- and final game uh ha- is a, a game that it came out, I think, like last week, a few weeks ago, 
called Harrion, in which you play as a bloody ass of a horror monster, in which you want to run around the map, murdering scientists trying to escape. It's really weird, fun, has surprisingly good action bits, and some pretty decent puzzles. Yeah, those are the only... Uh, that's pretty much... I think that's... Did you mention it was uh, on the Xbox Game Pass? Oh, yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that. Anyone has the Xbox Game Pass, I recommend it. It is on there. I guess it's... And anybody should have the Xbox Game Pass. That's the best thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. There's too many games on it for me to play right now. Fair enough. Most of the games I get on it, I go on, check out the first level, and go, yeah, I'm going to continue playing Batman games. <laughs> or something like that. Alright, Devin. What, were you, what have you been playing? I guess mine... I've just been going through Steam, and unfortunately, it was not with you guys, but I have another group of friends that uh, we've just been playing like Destiny 2 or like Jackbox games, stuff like that, where you can you play it with five a lot friends? of people. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's pretty Lucky. impressive. <laughs> this guy's primal. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, we've just been bouncing around. I've been mainly playing Destiny until it got boring because... Yes, they did just come out with a brand new update, which I totally think is amazing, and it's really cool, and lots of new weapons. I would recommend you play it, but at a certain point, playing for like two months straight, it gets kind of boring, because it's just, oh, go shoot thing, go shoot other thing, go shoot last thing. Um, (laughs) Then, I don't know, I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles, because I got that right before quarantine. that actually i recommend it if you just want a chill game where there's a little bit of strategy in like attacking because i get it but i don't understand they changed the attack system for each of their three games like for one two and definitive edition oh don't forget about x well that is what i'm considering one because i didn't get the wii version unfortunately but the uh, the fun part about it is with it's all straightforward and follows the same basic concepts. So no matter which one you're playing, it like you can figure it out fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you can just sit there, watch this whole. I get enthralled in the story, personally. Yeah, I think that's that's why I also like the Xenoblade series as well. It's because just... like it's not overly complicated. And there isn't, like, a ton of, like, backstabs or things like that. But it's also, like, yeah, I can get into this because it has its own fair bit of lore. But then... I, uh, I recently uh, bought the Wii version, like, right before the definitive edition came out. I was like, you know what, I don't want to spend the entire price, so I decided to get it. I haven't played much of it, but I'm kind of excited to get into it, uh, apparently. We'll say, though, that... At least it has different gameplay than other yeah, Xenoblade but... games. I think, mm-hmm. I think um, even the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC 
its own like gameplay style compared to the base game. Oh, it's completely different. It's a completely different game. It's basically its own game, but they market it as yeah. Well, it is like, like I would say like the comparisons between them all. Um, in the first Xenoblade, it's just which skills you're using. Then in the, um, I guess the Definitive Edition or Golden Country, the Torna one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, basically instead of having abilities, it's more there are a little bit of elements tied in with weapon choice. So it adds like a weapons triangle, like Fire Emblem. Then another thing with the second one, it is all about which elements you use to fight which elements. Um, but anyways, I enjoy it. They are grindy games because uh, like one person can give you 20 quests, but to do the 20 quests, you have to do the quest before the next one. And it can just get long and tedious. But if you're willing, like, if you just have free time and don't want to do anything like I've had all COVID, just sitting there and playing a game like this, it's super yeah. calming and just nice to do. I've heard from a friend that the Xeno, any Xenoblade game is a commitment, basically. You just have to yeah, commit a lot of time to it if you want to yeah. do stuff in that game. And I, I couldn't agree. I, I couldn't agree more after playing Xenoblade 2. Yeah. It was too much of a commitment that well, I kind of dropped it. Well, Xenoblade 2 also has something like, I estimate, 100 hours worth of cutscenes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, like, I only, wait, really? I only played for like 10 hours of the game when I just tried to play it, and I had 110 hours on it, and I was like, uh... Think of it like an actual anime show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's insane. What the heck? Uh, that, they Monolith has gone like so far with that. It's it works, oh, wow, but yikes! It takes a long time um, to get. Looking Pokemon on uh, YouTube real, I was uh interested in how I just looked up all the cutscenes, like uh one big how long one big video is, and it's thirteen hours. Gosh. From chapter one to ten, I'm not sure how long the is, but yeah, it's like six solid movies. To 10, what the heck? It's yeah. Well, it has like ten ten chapters. Each chapter has like at least ten or like a lot of cutscenes, and all the cutscenes are decently long on their own. Well, don't forget about the conversation segments of some of the games. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is definitely an an investment of your time, but I recommend it if you're just like you just want to have a chill, just sit there, watch stuff happen. You barely have to do anything, game. But then, I guess most recently, I've gotten back into Paladins, which I know is like, oh, it's free Overwatch, and I will be judged for this. But <laughs> like, um, and it's true. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Denying the fact that it is true. It is just rip off Overwatch. But I do enjoy it just as like its own thing because it's a game that I am decent at. And my own little pet peeve, I guess because I've never played Overwatch, when I watch videos of it, I don't see people's health bars go down. 
it's just kind of, oh, it's full. Oh, wait, now it's empty, you know? Overwatch well, like, is, like, a notoriously place, so maybe Paladins is a good break from... Yeah. But, like, here, I can actually see when my health is going down, and I know what caused it. Well, at least, yeah, that, that pretty much just shows the balancing between the two games. Yes, balancing in general is different. But it is a, it is definitely a preference thing. Like, if you want to pay the money and, like, get good at Overwatch, go for it. I would probably recommend that over this because it has way better graphics. Hey, yeah, and there's all that, right? Glitches. Like, yeah. I think playing the game, <laughs> like, just just a game of Paladins is kind of hard. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's more common to find a glitch while playing for an hour, not a glitch. Like, also, I can't count the amount of times, I don't mm -hmm. know, something happens and then someone flips through a wall or something. something. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's well, messy. See, my experience, but... I haven't seen that many glitches myself, but that could just be I got lucky. Maybe but... the glitches also come from crappy wire. Maybe I, I just get disconnected. I would think that. Everything. But um, I do think there are a lot more ways to abuse the system in Paladins, because, like, for every single character, you have, like, 16 different abilities where you can choose four per round. Everybody has, like, four different customization options as as well as loadouts and things like that. So depending on, like, if you can get a group of your friends to play with you, you can make customized loadouts where you just become broken. Right? <laughs> like, I remember when it first came out, me and my buddies, I think it was you included, Tyler. But we made a plan for two seconds to make one character able to one-shot an entire team. With just yeah. basic abilities. Early Paladin balanced. It isn't greatly balanced now. Like, no. some characters uh, with proper loadouts could take an entire team. Char one character without proper loadouts could take on for like a solid minute without dying. Yeah. So, yeah, the game's it's fun. It's broken in a fun way. Yeah. So, like, if you just want to mess around in an Overwatch style game with your friends, I would recommend it. Especially because they have such a. I think they have more characters than Overwatch does. Oh yes, by a lot. Yeah. So. You could plug in the basic, like, oh, you find your character that you're good with. Or, if you're like me, you try to get decent with all of them so that you don't make people angry. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I think the only problem with all the characters is you have to, like, it takes a long time without the game end up in-game to buy them. Like, yeah. when the game first came out, it only cost, like, 8,000 gold to get a and gold to get a new character, but now it's like thirty thousand gold yeah. to get a new character, fifteen thousand get a new. Yeah. So. And then I guess they've also jumped on the bandwagon of battle passes, where you can get fancy skins. Battle passes. <laughs> you know all those great cosmetic things that you don't actually need, but they trick you into thinking you need because it makes you feel good. Also, promotes toxic communities. 
been yeah, good. But... I haven't voiced mm-hmm. Paladin, so who knows? I, maybe it is a horribly toxic. <laughs> Just don't go in ranked, and you'll be fine. So the game's I mean, that uh, might be the same uh, as Overwatch. Well, yeah, for any game with ranked. Yeah, any game ranked you go into it, you're getting hounded for being bad when you're like, dude, I just pressed play like 10 minutes ago. I didn't just had voice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yoshi players probably have very spark. Yeah. So the quarantine probably game. the worst game. So the games I've been playing in quarantine are uh, I'm playing a good amount of Assassin's Creed games. I, f- ah, I that's it's very weird. I tried Black Flag like six years ago. I enjoyed it for like the twenty minutes I played it, and then uh, I f- played and finished Assassin's Creed Unity, <laughs> uh, only okay. because I got it for five dollars physically. And that was a nightmare of a game. <laughs> I was I was just getting through it, and I, it was just kind of mind numbing almost. Yeah, that's pretty much why people didn't like that game. <laughs> but then I and then I got uh, Origins and Odyssey because I heard those two were like stupid good. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now I'm playing through Origins, and it's it's really good. It's mm-hmm. like it has an RPG system where you get XP and you level up your character, and it's really rewarding on what you do. And I'm also interested in the story. If I could get like the, one of the either origin or for a good enough price, have it or if either way, I'd, those are games that I I've always been played. I'm really excited for Valhalla because that looks really cool. I even know it existed. It's a Viking. Well, yeah, like I assumed. <laughs> and like you can, you can build your uh, your own like city or your own town through quests, which is really cool to me. Does that sound so much like an MMO? Because <laughs> it might be <laughs> RPG MMO. New Assassin's Creed. Now you can make with your fellow teammate walking over. <laughs> I was thinking, like, why don't they do, like, an, a 100% online Assassin's Creed game? Yeah. Okay, so the Hopefully. other game that I was playing is uh, uh, Animal Crossing, of course. Okay. Like, well, everybody. Yeah, that, yeah, that's pretty much... I have, like, 200 hours on it, but the thing is, I've locked in, like, twice in the last month. I got bored. Honestly, it doesn't, like, with the amount of content Nintendo's bringing in that game, I'm I can, I'm inclined to agree, agree that it looks like a game that you can get bored of really easily like, I, the first two weeks were super fun and then i kind of ran out of stuff to do but then they kept adding um, stuff and i only log in when they add stuff it's like, <laughs> um but yeah like i i remember when animal crossing first came out i saw like you uh for like a month after the game came, like every like on youtube the front page was just filled to the brim animal crossing. with animal crossing videos yeah. And now, like, you see three. Yeah, because there's not much more content to talk about. Oh, no, I can visit your island without you being there. Oh, there's fireworks now really on Sunday small. nights? It's like, come Animal on. Animal Crossing. They, it's come down to the point where people make games in the game. Animal Crossing. Can see, can 
to make yeah. keep the game. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, hey, at least at least it was worth the craze when it came out because <laughs> well, it, yeah, it came out at such convenient time. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 like what are the what were the cha- like Nintendo was clearly not anticipating something like this. I don't think anybody was. Nobody was. Nobody was for sure. And kind of, I guess, I guess you could say it's also a bad thing for other game companies because I think that oh, might like, be what happens when you don't release a game for like how many years and then release one with the amount of hype Animal Crossing. Like I feel bad for. Uh, Doom Eternal. I, I really feel bad for that game because it was hyped as much. It was, it was hyped as much as Animal Crossing, but when the quarantine hit, it just. I I just feel. I think Doom Eternal people got it and enjoyed it. I just feel internet interested in Animal Crossing. Like I, I feel Doom Eternal was probably a game that was uh, play on your own time thing. Like, you may be uh, able to get, like, for a YouTuber, you could get, like, one video out of it, maybe, where Animal Crossing, you could get, like, five. Uh, so guess... it was kind of tossed to the side. Even, uh, even as much as both games were hyped by the same community. Well, like, I know one of my friends on another Discord server, he got Doom Eternal. But, like, he's a hardcore Doom fan. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he, like, finished it in under a day. And then yeah. he 100%ed it in the same day. And then he stayed up all night and replayed it, like, three, four times. And then there was absolutely nothing else he could do in the game. What the heck? I guess that goes to so say the game. I'm assuming by what you said, the game isn't very long. Yeah, that, that well, kind of was the case. If you're, if you're good at playing Doom right like if you understand the mechanics and like just know pretty much everything like he did um Mm -hmm. it can be a very short game as he proved but if like if you're a new player like if i were to go play that i'd have to figure out everything from scratch right yeah then again i'm not sure how similar do in terms of the other games because i haven't played any that's also fair but still the other game I've been playing uh, is a lot of Echo VR. It's a VR game uh, on my Oculus Quest, and I think mm-hmm. it's exclusive to Oculus Quest and uh, oh. or any Oculus device. It's basically a, a I think it's four v four zero gravity ultimate frisbee almost or soccer Dang. but with a frisbee. It's insanely cool. fun. The community around it in earlier levels when you have like level I think 1 to 10 it's all little kids just screaming at you (laughs) and it hurts Mm -hmm. so much but then I'm like at level 35 and I think the max is 50 and now I'm just getting people who are just good at the game and have been playing it for the last year Mm -hmm. it's gotten kind of boring so I've been playing like Rec Room which is like Roblox but in VR (laughs) That's where you get a bunch of the little kids. Oh, uh, real quick question. I'm assuming you have a VR. Probably been on VR chat because I know VR. Oh. I've been on VR chat, ah. but the problem with VR chat on the uh, on the quest is sometimes I can't even see people's avatars, and then oh, the quality really of it's not the slowest thing, but uh, they actually limit some of them. So some 
avatars are only Sorry. applicable. Like you can only see them if you have a PC. That's, oh wow! Oh yeah. Okay. And then I can only use Fair some enough. of the avatars. Yeah, I actually did not know VR chat was limited limiting. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess right. I'm not getting it. <laughs> but the quest <laughs> is 100% worth it. Actors does not get it. The Oculus Quest is so worth it. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, if I if I had money to spare and was like, why not? I'd probably buy a VR headset. It's it sound, I, I've tried I've tried out VR headsets before, and they are quite a lot of. Like the only legitimate VR headset I probably would buy is PS Echo VR. VR. Oh, I'm probably gonna get like PlayStation VR instead because. Well, you already got the Labo. Yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. Consider it to be like a full-fledged, legitimate VR experience. It's 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 it's, it's a thing, basically. Isn't PlayStation VR like? Ex- it, can it be used for other VR games, or is it mostly licensed? It's like any specific game. Just some games that came out on PS4 can be played in VR. Basically. So it's exclusive. That you can't connect your PlayStation VR to like the computer or something. Oh no, no, definitely not. But. Okay, that doesn't sound as worth it. I feel like getting an Oculus or a... I can't think of an. No, I tried. But... The, I tried like a few games on PS. Like some of the exclusives on there are a lot better in VR than they were normally on PS. Like uh, Gran Turismo, for example, felt pretty realistic for driving in VR. So that was one of the highlights for me when I tried it out. They had like they they had the steering wheel, they had the pedals, and you could actually feel the whole depth and um, like of the pedals steering. It was it was probably one of the reasons why I was I'm so interested in it. I've heard other games like The Elder Scrolls are also available in VR. Thinking about VR, I'm just always wonder like eventually sometime they're gonna implement a thing so you can feel things in the game. Imagine playing like oh. something on imagine playing like Grand Theft Auto. How would it feel to get shot in the game? You're gonna be Probably like won't go that far unless it, I, I, it, I doubt yeah. it's gonna be crazy. I doubt it's mostly just gonna be like a light zap like, or something. Like, like you're like any, Ooh, any sci-fi thing any sci-fi thing I've seen about that, it's like Oh, you will feel a little something, but you can also turn up the density mod, like the pain modifier, if you want to label it as that. Because, like, some games, like you said, you get shot, that's gonna hurt. (laughs) Maybe in some, it it gets so realistic to where. Yeah, but like you said. You die in the game, you die in real life. (laughs) Uh oh. Uh -oh. Ready Player One style? Or FAO. Video games won't ever. Go to that extent. Like new as a YouTube VR, challenge. How long can I survive in Grand Theft Auto without dying? <laughs> the thing, I highly doubt this would become a uh, like a legitimate thing. Maybe, maybe as as another super innovative thing that Nintendo wouldn't do. Maybe, but I I don't see it happening at all. Actually, I'm pretty sure things that allow you to feel what's happening. VR already exist, but they're very like oh, I, I could have sworn I've seen people fun. talk about them. They're they're very prototypey, but yeah, there is ways course, that you feel. Like, you never know how dangerous they can be. 
I'm pretty sure yeah. it just comes down when it says feel. I'm pretty sure it's just, it's like the same texture no matter what you touch. You still get a sense. Yeah. You'll I think that's probably what it is. There or something. The, farthest ever, the farthest we've ever gone to having something that we feel in games is probably the Nintendo Switch with its HD rumble, but other than yeah. that, I really don't think they're any, they're going to get any further. I guess. I guess. I guess you could say. Probably, um, it's better. It's better than. It's better than nothing, for that matter. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dakota, do you have any other games that you played, or? Uh, that's this? that's pretty much it. <laughs> I think uh, I have Origami King on here, but we already talked about that, so. We didn't really need yeah. to. Again, thank you for tuning into the Switch Clicks podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at the Switch Clicks Pod to keep up to date. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify, or via RSS so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or you can email us at the Switch Clicks Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your next episode of the Switch Clicks Podcast. Mm-hmm.